Hey, it's Richard Jefferson from the Golden State Warriors, and you're listening to No Static Sports with Alex Zahn. Welcome back to No Static Sports, and I'll tell you what, I wish Justin Bieber will just get off this stage and exit left so we can get the Lakers and Warriors in down here. That's what's important, so... All you Bieberites or whatever you call yourselves, get out of here. It's time for NBA basketball. Lakers and Warriors are going to tip off their preseason, start things off in Fresno on Sunday. And the Golden State Warriors, Richard Jefferson, joining us on the Wendy's World Fresh Hotline. And Richard, welcome to the show, first and foremost. But uh, I, are you a Justin Bieber fan? <laughs> I can't say that I am. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm in my, my early 30s, so uh, <laughs> listen, I respect anyone with talent, and I, I hear the kid's got an awesome story, and anybody that has success, I'm happy for them, but as far as uh, am I listening to Justin Bieber's music, I, 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 to be honest, I can't say that I am. That's not rolling through your headphones as you warm up uh, before game time? No, no, and there are some people. I actually seen, I have seen Michael Strahan and uh, Dwayne Wade do a karaoke uh, to Justin Bieber at a good friend Artie Rabin's house in in the Hamptons. Just want to give Artie Rabin a shout out. Yes, he had it. He had those guys on his stage doing a karaoke uh, to J- Justin Bieber. I don't even. I think it was Baby or something like that. I don't remember the name of the song. But you got me. I think it. It was my first time hearing it. Yeah. I, wow. Uh, I can't wait to talk with Dane, Dwayne Wade about that. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. Okay, so what's rolling through your headphones as you get ready for a game? Oh, man, you know what? There's a lot of different things that are rolling through. You know what I like? Uh, the band Fun, the new band uh, that that's had some songs. Uh, one of the kids, I knew his sister growing up and just kind of stumbled upon it. And somebody was like, oh, you know, that's so-and-so. So he's a, he's from my area in West Side Phoenix. So I got to give them a little love and support them. Mm-hmm. I think they have some pretty cool music. Wow, pretty good, pretty good. All right, I have to listen to that. I've never listened to that before. So, oh, you've heard, oh, you've heard, you've heard the song. I have you've heard like, yeah, yeah. They, they had, I, I, God, I think the name of the band is Fun, and he's got a couple of songs that right now are are, are pretty popular. It's just here everywhere. All right, I'm gonna look that up. They're gonna be. Yeah. On, I'm gonna get that music on my show. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Richard Jefferson joining us on the Wendy's Real Fresh Hotline. Hey, listen, it's the Golden State War. It's a new team for you. You were on my favorite team, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, were you happy about the move? Is it something that's a, a, a new feeling for you uh, as you embark on this new era in your uh, your career here? It is. You know, I enjoyed my time in San Antonio. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, Coach Popovich, just the entire city uh, of San Antonio. Um, you know, every day I just really enjoyed my my time there and learned so much uh, just about basketball, about life and. Um, you know, it was time for me to move on, and um, I appreciate everything that I that I learned there. And I, I have a feeling some of the things I learned there will probably, you know, help prolong my career. You know, you're used to going to the playoffs. I remember covering you when you were with the New Jersey Nets, and you guys were in the playoffs six years in a row. Then again, here with the Spurs, you were in the playoffs, and you got your shot there with the Golden State Warriors. This is a team that is in a rebuilding fashion. This is a young team, but. Now you're the veteran on this team. Do you feel do you feel like your role has changed as an NBA player trying to teach young guys like, you know, Clay Thompson and Harrison Barnes and Steph Curry trying to teach those guys what what playing in the NBA is all about? Yeah, my my, my role has changed. I remember when I was a rookie and I came in, I had Jason Kidd, Lucius Harris, Kerry Kittle, Keith Van Horn, guys all that have played 10 plus years in this league. Uh and I was the youngest guy on the team. So it was like 
I couldn't say one word. It was shut up and listen, you know. And I and I wasn't big. I wasn't big on talking then, but it was you know shut up and listen. And then my role, and even Kenyon Martin, who uh, was only in the second year when I first got there, but he was a little bit older. I think he was 24, so he was a more mature guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my role changed. And then as I got older, I became uh, a big. I had a bigger part of the team and what was going on. But I had to follow the lead that was already set by the guys that had came before me. And then I go to San Antonio, and I'm with nothing but veterans. Um, and I, I had the short stint in Milwaukee, and I, and I even then there, I think if Michael Red, who tore his ACL, but you know, 30 games into season, Michael uh, or Andrew Bogut had uh, had to have back surgery, so those guys missed a combined 80 something games. If not for that, missing two All Stars, I, I feel like we would have had a playoff team. And then fortunate to go to to San Antonio and just learn with. Shoot, I think honestly, I think there's four Hall of Famers. I think Tony and Manu. Tim, all those guys are going to be Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at uh, Tony and what he's done, he'll have 20,000 points at the end of his career, uh, three championships, uh, one of the best winning percentages in Manu. What he's done internationally also, uh, he's won a gold medal, I think two silvers, multiple world championships. These guys all have Hall of Fame credentials, and, and, and rightfully so. They work extremely hard. Uh, and so now here I am in, in, uh, in Golden State, and this is a this is a franchise that is in transition, and it was very similar to my very first year in, in San, uh, excuse me, in New Jersey, mm-hmm. where they had won 26 games a year before I got there. So all I would hear is about the past, about the past, about the past, and then we kind of rewrote um, everything for New Jersey. Now there now there are levels that they never reach. I remember when I first got there, they didn't have one banner hanging um, up. In that in their arena from anything that New Jersey had ever done, and when I left, I think there was there were six, there were four division championships, two Eastern Conference championships, and that and that meant a lot to me. You know, every time I walk into that building and see those championships, I know I was a part of the best era that that franchise had ever seen. And you know, I would like to be a part of something special here, uh, playing here, playing with these young guys and the talent that we have. I think uh, I think the future is bright. Richard Jefferson, our guest here on the Wendy's Real Fresh Hotline. He'll be in Fresno with the Golden State Warriors. Head coach Mark Jackson getting ready for another season. Young team, and, and as you said, you were with a young team in New Jersey, and you turned that uh, franchise around. And do you feel like, you know, I know the Lakers are there, the Clippers are there, everybody's talking about them, but is this Warriors team, is it equipped to make a run and compete in this division? Uh, I, I believe so. We, we we understand the task that is at hand. We know um, that in order for us to make the playoffs, somebody else has to has to not be in. And you look at the Lakers, you look at Oklahoma City, you look at San Antonio. You have a lot of usual suspects. Uh, you you even look at Memphis, who has established themselves as a perennial uh, playoff team with with Lionel Hollins and what he's done up there, an amazing job. So uh, we know that we have a very large task at hand. But what I've always said to these guys and what I've said to the media is that our job is to get better. You know, our, whatever I, you know, I don't know what our winning percentage was last year, but if we win 12 more games and we miss the playoffs by one game, hey, you know what? We got better. Steph Curry got better. The team got better. The franchise got better. If we, you know, win 15 more games and make it to the playoffs, hey, you know what? We got better. And that's what you have to look at. You have to look at improvement year in, year out. It's not just, hey, if we made it to the playoffs, that's not an accomplishment. It's a step in the right direction because ultimately accomplishment is winning a championship. Accomplishment is being a team that is expected to be in the playoffs and then trying to win a championship. Uh, Just getting there isn't good enough. You should never have that mentality. The one thing that is missing, though, for you, and I know know getting to the playoffs would be an improvement, obviously, but, I mean, 
how much is is it important for you to win a championship? I mean, you know, when you get nostalgic, I mean, Charles Barkley talks about it all the time, wish he would have won a championship. Uh, Patrick Ewing. I mean, some of these guys that look back on their career, they really want a championship. How important is that to you? Man, I, I've been so close so many times. and did, like I lost in the national championship game, then lost in two NBA finals. Uh, I was a part of the team that, that – uh, that won the bronze medal in in Athens. So I have some amazing experiences over the course of my basketball career. And yes, I would love to win a championship, but sometimes that th- those opportunities don't arise. You know, you look at Reggie Miller, who everyone was trying to get him to come back and join Boston. He was like, "No, I want to stay in Indiana." You know, there's it's there's there's too many times uh, that I think we try and focus on something. And even LeBron, LeBron was a great player. I think this definitely helped him winning a championship, and I think he has more in his future. I would love to win a championship, but if I re-sign here with Golden State or if I go to someplace else and that's just not in the cards, hey, you know what? You have to look at the positives. Uh, you have to look at everything that you accomplished, all the blessings that you had. You, you, know, you really have to look at – I try and go back to when I was a kid. If I, had, if I got to play 14 years in the NBA, if you would have told me that when I was 15 years old, would you be happy? Like, even if you didn't win a championship, I'd be like, oh, my God, 15 years in the NBA, 14 years, that'd be the greatest thing. Hey, if you made enough money to take care of your family and your family's family for the rest of your life, would you be happy? Oh, I'd be so happy. Would I like to win a championship? A hundred percent. Nothing would make me happier. But, um, you know, I'm not – I have to continue working. And if, and if the situation – if I get traded to a championship team or if I'm retired and, and no one's calling – you know, then you did your best. You put everything out there, and, and you left everything on the table. I think Charles Barkley, I think Reggie Miller. There's a lot of great players that can say that. Well, I'll leave you with this. Have you ever been to Fresno? I have never been to Fresno. What's the matter with you, Richard? Come on now. You know, I what, was are we, a blink for, in the pan? No, I was looking for a timeshare <laughs> up there, but you know, I couldn't. I couldn't get anybody to go in with me, which is a little frustrating, to tell you the truth. Can, can I? Are, am I allowed to ask what hotel you're staying in? Are you guys even? Are you, is a bus ride up, bus ride back? I don't, man. Honestly, I don't know. I think our biggest thing is to make sure that our rookies stay in on on their first Saturday night on the road. I think they might be <laughs> they might be itching uh, to go out and do something. So, well, I, I, I can take be. you out on the town if you like. I mean, I know a couple people. Now, now this is the thing, and what's so funny about Fresno is that. It's a like it's a big city. Everyone's heard of Fresno. Everyone's heard of Fresno. Fresno State. I, I love watching them play when I was a kid. Uh, Jerry Tarkanian and, and all the guys up there. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows about Fresno, but no one's ever been to Fresno. It's like <laughs> it's such it's such a weird it's such a weird. There's not many cities like that. Like if you think about it, you can ask anybody across the country. Like, hey, have you ever heard of Fresno, California? Yeah, I've heard of Fresno. Do you know anyone that's ever been to Fresno? Like, no. But I can be honest. I don't know if I've ever met anyone from. Ah, uh, you know what? Deshaun Stevenson and and was it Jared Jeffries? Uh, well, Chris Jeffries. Chris Chris Jeffries, Chris Jeffries and Chris Jeffries. our our big boys, uh, the Lopez twins. Oh, okay, they're yeah. from Fresno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, well, I, I knew I knew Deshaun was from Fresno. Um, uh, my buddy Luke Walton said he beat him uh, <laughs> on their way to a state championship uh, <laughs> up there. So uh, I think that I think that was that was that was the only reference I think of anybody I knew uh, from Fresno. But no, man, uh, I'm looking forward to getting up there and checking Fresno off my bucket list. Well, sweet. I'm glad that you had that bucket list and Fresno was a part of it. I'm sure it was the last thing on your bucket list. But uh, <laughs> but real quick, is, is, is the is this game against the Lakers? Is this important? I mean, is this? Do you guys really want to beat them bad? I mean, it, I mean, is this is that important to you guys? 
I'm going to be honest. This every day, it's about getting better. We know the Lakers have nothing to prove against us. <laughs> so we go out there like a, if we go out there like a rabid dog and full court pressure them and win by 180 points. The Lakers will roll their eyes and keep it moving. I don't think Dwight Howard. I don't think Dwight Howard is playing. This will be the first time I think Steve Nash, Kobe will probably play seven to ten minutes, uh, whatever he chooses he wants to play. Um, I think we might have a back-to-back. I'm not sure, uh, but it, 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 this is something that it's about getting our young guys' experience. It's about getting better. It's about going out there, playing a game with the new group. I, I don't think we're going to have, I don't think Andrew Bogut's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much Beth is going to be playing. So it's like, this is, that, that's what preseason's about. You don't put anything into it. You, you almost, coaches almost love the preseason so that you can see where you need to improve so that you can, you know, come back and, and get on your players about the stuff that needs to get done and then you can work on it in practice. So that's what the preseason game is. It's kind of just see where you are. It doesn't matter if it's the Lakers now. First time we play against the Lakers, yeah, it'll be a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have they have such a talented team, and and we have to be that young, hungry team. We can't be that team that's just good on paper. We got to be that team that's trying to prove something every single night. And I think that's a mentality that that we're trying to kind of infuse into everyone. Great stuff from you, my man. I appreciate it. By the way, my producer is bowing down to you. He's a diehard Warriors fan. His name's Mark Holstey. I had to get that in. He's he's just absolute diehard, and he's like. Uh, he almost wet his pants because I had you on today. Hey man, I, listen, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this experience, man. I, you know, I can't wait for the season to start. I appreciate it, Richard. Hey, I'll see you on Sunday, buddy. All right, thank you. You got it, We're Richard Jefferson. Great stuff from him. And they're gonna roll our eyes even if we beat them by 180.